If you're reluctant to sell any highly appreciated assets you may own, uh, including commercial real estate, art, maybe a business, or some other kind of assets we'll talk to you about, for fear of taxes on your capital gains, well, we have a great solution we're going to talk to you about today. So keep listening. Oh, and by the way, welcome to your money manual with Vince Annable. And now from his office in Scottsdale, Arizona, here's the host of your money manual, the CEO of Wealth Strategies Advisory Group and creator of the household endowment model, Vince Annabelle. Hello and welcome to your money manual, our educational program created because we know that when it comes to investing, your money doesn't come with instructions. Our objective is to provide you with a fresh perspective on wealth management that will help you grow preserve and protect your assets so that you can build the secure financial legacy you and your heirs deserve. Along with our producer, Jeff Allen, I'm Vince Annable, and on this edition of the program, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite subject during the holiday season, yes, taxes. Or more appropriately, we're going to talk about tax planning. We're going to begin our discussion today talking about a particular strategy we discussed somewhat last week with our accounting firm and CPA firm, Representative Trent Erickson from Legacy CPAs. We talked about a deferred sales trust, sometimes known as a DST, not to be confused with a Delaware statutory trust. So now that I've thoroughly confused you, let's see if we can break it down a little bit. When you are in the process of evaluating possibly your business or a position in stocks or you have a commercial real estate building, you're looking to sell, you determine the fair market value and you take a look at what your basis is, what you may have paid for it, and you discover that, wow, I'm going to be able to realize a significant capital gain on my investment, a nice profit, but guess what? I'm going to have to pay taxes, so maybe I ought to put it off. Well, a couple of things to think about. First of all, there are strategies we're going to discuss today with our deferred sales trust on how to defer those taxes. But the other thing you need to think about is there is always a good time to take a profit. One of my favorite sayings around the office and with my clients is you can't go broke taking a profit. So many times people say, well, I don't want to sell this or I don't want to sell that because I'm concerned I'm going to have to pay taxes. And then we see some sort of an asset correction, a market correction, and it causes you to lose all of the gains or a significant portion of the gains that you had on that asset. And you could have just taken it out, sold it and paid taxes. Now you're going to have to wait for it to come back and get even. And sometimes when you're waiting to get even, guess what? you might get even worse. So today we're gonna to talk about a strategy that you should know about that is available, that if you have a highly appreciated asset, you want to sell that, you wanna take your profit, but you would like to avoid taxes for a while, we have what's known as a deferred sales trust. These deferred sales trusts have been around since I believe the 1950s, and they are simply based on the Internal Revenue Code 453. That's an installment sale. So we have structured through our tax attorneys and our specialists that design these types of programs a very detailed 
deferred sales trust. This trust allows you to take the asset that you have when you have a buyer and you're going to be able to sell your asset to a third party trust in exchange for an installment note and the in, uh, trustees of that trust are going to be able to accept the transactional funds from the buyer that will come into the trust and that will back up the note, the installment note that the trust holds for your uh, benefit. And so this allows you to take, I'll just give you a round number. You have a, a commercial real estate asset. You paid $5 million for it. You're going to sell it tomorrow for $10 million. You have a $5 million cap gain. And what you would do is you would set up the installment note through this deferred sales trust where the buyer would be paying the deferred sales trust and you would be the owner of a note with that trustee. And therefore, you do not have to pay taxes on that particular transaction. Now, you do have to set it up for a period of time. And typically, the deferred sales trusts are established for a 10-year period of time. Number two, you need to have an interest rate that is being paid on that note. So we predetermine what that interest rate is going to be. And then at some point, typically within the first two or three years, you would want to take a withdrawal or two. You're not required to take it out right away, but you would be required to show the IRS that your intent here was an installment sale. So you begin some small transactions if you don't want the money right away. Some people want to defer, defer, defer as long as they can, which you are able to do. You can set these up at 10 years, and then at the end of 10 years, if you want to renew that note, you can do it for another 10 years. And if you want to do it again, you can renew again for another 10 years. In regards to the money that is within the trust, that is fully controlled by your ability to invest in any way you want to. And what we normally do is after setting up this deferred sales trust for you, the assets show up, we then take and invest that based off of our household endowment model. So you have professional money management through the household endowment model. And for those of you who are listening for the first time today, you should go back and listen to our very first podcast and also access our website, thehouseholdendowmentmodel.com, and you can get caught up to speed on what the household endowment model portfolio would look like. But for those of you who have been listening, you understand that. So we can build a portfolio based off of our endowment model, the household endowment model within that trust and invest in private as well as public types of investments for you. You can invest in anything you want to. You could sell the Mona Lisa within this trust and go out and buy some more artwork, or you could sell a real estate building and you could go buy more real estate. You can make all different types of investments along with the trustees. So with that, Jeff, I think I'll come back to you and see, is there anything I might be missing? Do you have any questions I ought to include here? Well, Vince, it's a good thing you ask because the one comes to mind and uh, one item that I can think of is a 1031 exchange, which is kind of uh, is an opportunity that some of our listeners may be familiar with. And this kind of sounds similar to that. But can you talk to me a little bit about, talk to us really about how the DST differs 
from a 1031 exchange. And, you know, might there be a reason that someone would benefit from a 1031 exchange over, say, a DST? Uh, Well, in today's marketplace, what's happening is a lot of people are actually used to doing 1031 exchanges and they are looking for uh, possible properties to do a 1031 exchange and they're finding it very hard to structure economically a a, a DST 1031 because it's very hard to find the right kind of properties these days to do so. Because what you have to keep in mind, the difference between a 1031 exchange and a DST, they're significant. First of all, a 1031 exchange, if you are going to be selling a piece of real estate, that's about the only time the the 1031 exchange will work. You can no longer uh, utilize a business and do a 1031 exchange. It now has to be like for like real estate. So if you have a certain type of real estate, when you exchange into a new uh, 1031 piece of real estate, it has to be like kind property. Also, there's some very strict rules, including a timeline. You have 45 days when you're doing a 1031 exchange to identify replacement property, and you must close on that within 180 days into this new property. With a deferred sales trust, as we've been talking about, you do not have to identify what you're going to invest that money into. And when you do make the investment into the deferred sales trust, your your sale into the deferred sales trust, your choice to do, invest those funds in any way you'd like to. It really sounds amazingly flexible, and you have a lot of different options you can take a look at. What about for valuation purposes, as far as any kind of procedures that are strict that need to be followed by the book when it comes to uh, uh, property valuation required as part of opening the DST process? Or, for example, if I'm selling commercial real estate, can I simply use the services of a commercial real estate agent or broker to help me establish that before I then take the next step? Yeah, first of all, there is no valuation process. When you sell the asset, whatever you've sell the, sold the asset for, that's the amount of cash. If that's what you elect, you can either defer all or you can defer part of the transaction into the deferred sales trust. You can, If you're talking about real estate, you can utilize a commercial real estate broker to facilitate that transaction with you. If you are talking about selling highly appreciated stock or art, you would have a broker or some representative that would be able to do that, but you do not need to perform any type of a special valuation. Even if I'm selling a business, I I don't need to do that either. No, because if you're selling the business, the value is going to be what you receive. Okay, very good. Well, it sounds like- And And one of the things I might interject here is that people need to think about tax planning. We talked about this a lot last week when we were uh, talking with Trent Erickson. One of the things people must consider is that do not wait until the last minute and say, okay, I'm gonna sell this, now what do I do about my taxes? Um, Especially when it comes to the sale of a business. We're gonna do a future segment on business sales and how to sell and value your business. But the most important thing to remember is it is a process to do the planning for taxes and it is a process to do planning for the sale of your business. 
If you're looking to build up a business and you want to maximize that value, you need to spend a good year or two ahead of time beginning the planning process to maximize the return and also how you're going to defer the taxes. So folks, hopefully we've been able to give you a 30,000 foot view of some strategies available to you to help you defer taxes. You eventually will be paying taxes when you take the money out of the deferred sales trust, but the idea is that you can defer and invest the money you would normally have paid in taxes for some period of time. It's a great advantage for you to build wealth and hang on to more of what you are earning instead of sending it off to the government. If you want to learn more about our deferred sales trust, our tax planning, you can go to our website, wasagaz.com. That's W-S-A-G-A-Z.com. There will be a tab that says tax planning. Click on that. You will have information available to you in this particular case on the Deferred Sales Trust. You will also notice that we have white papers on our website that will offer you various uh, educational research pieces for our household endowment model, for tax planning, for business owners, for uh, physicians and dentists. And also we have a paper on the deferred sales trust that will be available to you as well. So Jeff, I think that's it for this week. Looking forward to uh, the next couple of weeks and we'll have a big surprise coming up. Another great reason to listen to Your Money Manual is just the fact that we have some really great shows coming up with some information that we think we'll find uh, you'll find very, very useful. So again, we thank you so much for listening to the program. And if you like what you hear on Your Money Manual, connect with Wealth Strategies Advisory Group on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also give us a thumbs up where you listen, whether that be iTunes or you can uh, uh, give us uh, your thoughts on Wealth uh, Strategies Advisory Group's website, WSAGAZ.com, on the podcast tab. You can also, of course, if you're listening, on Star Worldwide Network. We'd love to hear from you there as well. So many ways to connect with us, to listen to the program, and to let us know how you're doing and how we're doing. And if there's something in particular you'd like us to tackle, if there's a subject, a financial subject, with regard to, uh, it could be anything. It could be tax planning. It could be estate planning, retirement planning. It could be in investing, the household endowment model we've talked about many times, but we'll continue to do so. Just let us know what it is you'd like us to talk about. And we'll try to bring this up. We'll try to uh, answer your questions and address your needs for information on a future edition of the program. So for our host, Vince Annable, I'm producer Jeff Allen, thanking you again for listening to Your Money Manual with Vince Annable. And we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. This program has been presented for the education of our listeners only and is not intended as investment advice, nor is it intended as a solicitation of investment products or services of any kind. We encourage you to seek the advice of a licensed professional financial advisor before making any investment decisions.